Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 45. I'm Jess. I'm Trina. And I'm Lindsay. Alrighty, Lindsay, what is in our cups this week? <gasps> Y'all, we have a treat. <gasps> a treat. A treat. It's real champagne. All right. Real champagne. Real champagne. What's it called? It is called Henriot. H-E-N-R-I-O-T. Henriot. Oh, the Henriot. The Henriot. It's from the Henriot family in France. Uh, So it's a brute. Uh, It says since 1808, Henriot has belonged to a rare breed of independent, probably wealthy, family-owned champagne houses. Precise and generous. The harmony of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay forms the expression of this great champagne terriers in the Brute Sovereign. Distinctive. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Distinctive aromatic expression and great length on this palate make this a superb aperitif champagne. Well, what do you think about it, Jess? Uh, well, I can definitely taste the Chardonnay, I think, that you mentioned. Yeah. Actually, for once, I'm like, oh, I can taste it. And so I guess that means because it's real champagne, I'm really tasting the flavors. Mm-hmm. But but definitely that Chardonnay. I'm just definitely tasting the flavors in it. It's very, it's very refreshing. I'm loving this. Yeah. It's not as um, uh, fruit driven. As a lot of them oh, are. Oh, that's it seems true. Like, you know, a lot of the ones, I think that's something maybe that I'm starting to realize that the cheaper versions are not like, or the non-champagne champagnes, I think that they add a little bit more of that to maybe right. cover They're the flavor like or build the flavor. The flavor of the apple and pear. Uh-huh. Which isn't a bad thing. That's no. a, They taste great, but I'm noticing like the more we try actual champagnes from Champagne France, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot more of like a higher class like taste without like additives, I think. Yeah. And uh, so this bottle is going to run you about 40 bucks a pop. I'd say worth it. What do y'all think? Yeah, no, I think so, too. So definitely a little a little bit more on the expensive side. But we're we're being a little luxurious tonight. Yeah, Jess just got back from honeymoon. Trina's pregnant. This is my first time out of the house in five days. So, hey, cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers to all of that. What what was your thoughts on it, Lindsay? I like it. I think it's it is very refreshing. And I agree. You can kind of taste the real wine flavors instead of the fruity flavors. So I've actually cut back on my champagne intake because I'm trying to lose weight. Remember last episode? So I can splurge on a bottle of wine since I'm not having to buy like so many. <laughs> so you cut back on the quantity. So you stepped up the quality. Yes. Oh, that's, oh. that's actually a really good tip for some of our listeners. If yeah. they're having to cut back, you know, just increase your quality so you enjoy yeah. it more. Yep. So, oh, that's actually like a maybe a good eating more healthily tip. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome, listeners. Just spend all your money on expensive champagne. Therefore, you can't afford cheaper champagne or food. There you go. Therefore, you lose weight. <laughs> These are great tips. <laughs> this is a great motto for like the rest of the year. This is your pre-holiday season dieting yeah. tips from oh, the Champagne Way. <laughs> it's a liquid diet, but only a very expensive liquid diet. You're yes. welcome. That one's a freebie. <laughs> okay. This is delicious. We're coming so. out with a book soon. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> 
Alrighty, we don't have any champagne shout outs this week, but we'd like to remind you if you want to submit a champagne shout out to us, you can do so on our website at thechampagneway.com or you can DM us on Instagram or on Facebook or write us in our champagners group. Just that's right. At the Champagne Way. You slide in our DMs. That's right. Slide it in. And we've got our drinking game. Woo-woo. Yes. All right. Anytime you hear us say hurricane or do the, which also means hurricane, drink. That's right. Whether it's uh, your coffee, water, or your champagne, if you're home and safe, uh, you know, be sure to play along with this. And again, don't drink and drive it. Don't be stupid. Thanks. That is right. Well, speaking of uh, hurricanes, drink. <gasps> drink. Drink. <laughs> Hurricane Dorian has been like overtaking the news this Dorian? That's the guy from Fifty Shades. Do you think they named it after that? Uh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Hurricanes? Because he beats you, then he fucks you. <laughs> well, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I didn't read those books or see the movies, but no. I, you know. Well, you're losing out. You did see the movies. You and Marshall went and saw them in the theater. No. Oh, without. No. We're, well, I thought you didn't know anything. Marshall went and saw those movies? No. I thought you guys did. No, I went with my sister to see okay. the first movie and I laughed so much through it, which yeah. I don't think was the reaction you're supposed to have for that type of movie. <laughs> but I laughed so much throughout that movie and it was also just like awkward because sitting there with my sister and I'm like, what did you take me to? <laughs> Uh, Layla or Nina? Nina. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think she had read the book, so I was I was completely yeah. like. Anyway, well, that's yeah. the premise. He beats you, then he fucks you. <laughs> okay. Was well, that how the hurricane is? Uh, uh, that's that's kind of uh, how hurricanes do to landfall. I guess that's you what know? I hear. And you're a pro because you lived in Florida for a lot of your life. You've been through what 28 natural disasters. Um, around about that many. I'm what? sure. What? <laughs> I mean, it's been a lot. It yeah. definitely was. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm. I'm pretty well versed in in the world of hurricanes. So we're recording this a couple days before it's supposed to hit. It's coming out uh, the episode Friday. So we're not sure how bad uh, it's going to hit or if it's going to miss, you know, everything entirely. So it it really did just beat and fuck the Bahamas. Oh, it definitely did. Yeah. There that utter devastation is the headline for everything with the Bahamas. Oh, gosh. So we just want to say, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. And, um, you know, this is a lighthearted podcast. So we might be uh, making fun and playing jokes, but we really do hope everyone is okay. Yes. And we're we're going to talk about how you can help. Absolutely. You can help in a little bit. But so, yes, it really did do all that to the Bahamas. Um, but we're, we're not really sure where it's going to. They have projected landfall for Florida and I think the Carolinas and mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. we, we don't know where it's actually the path is going to be. Because it is moving so slow yes. right oh. now. Well, we're also going to give you tips from drunk people and a pregnant person who can't remember her name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, let's go through. Like, let's talk about just some fun, interesting facts yes. about hurricanes. So, uh, do you know when hurricane season is? Uh, the fall. I mean, right now. Well, right now, it kind of stretches from summer to fall. It's actually a really long season because it starts June first and it ends November thirtieth. Oh. So it actually stretches like a quite a bit more than you think. A lot of people think it's during the summer, which isn't quite so accurate. Kind of is, but it definitely hits a little bit worse during like the the fall that's like like a six month it's a very long stretch there realistically like it changes each year sometimes you'll have some that hit during the summer and then nothing in the fall and then sometimes it'll just be all fall it just you never know it just depends but also um what does the word hurricane mean um it's 
from the person who invented the hurricane, Henry Kane. That's what your husband said on the way here. <laughs> that's although he believes that. Yeah. I think strongly believes that. Uh-huh. That's not that's not the thing. Greek? Um no, it's Native American. It's a Native American word. Um uh, Taino. Taino? Tano? I don't know how to pronounce that. T A I N O. Native American word, uh hurricane, like H U R U K C A N E. And it its meaning is evil spirit of the wind. Oh, yeah. Oh, which oh. is super accurate. And I mean, also, if you think about hurricanes and that's mostly But isn't it the wind water wind? Like I feel like there should be a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the the so hurricanes, you know how they have the rankings from like they go from tropical storm to hurricane and then it's a cat one two three four five yes there is a category five yeah so when you go through all of those they're based on wind speed so that's how you switch from category one to two to three so if you hear them talking about downgrading upgrading the storms it's based on how fast the wind speed is oh so that's how you get to her category five for cat five and it just happens to start over the water and then that's when the it goes to the land but mm-hmm. it stays over the water. But the wind... That not always. It can go over land. The wind gets water in it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between a hurricane and a tornado. <gasps> I know a fact. Tor- tornado know. has dirt and stuff in it, right? And cows. And cows. Yes. And now, uh, uh, and a uh, tornado can pick up water, but it's different and than cows. a hurricane. Yeah, I saw a dolphin flying through the tornado in a picture from the Bahamas today. You mean the hurricane? Yes. But a dolphin? <laughs> yes, a dolphin. Okay, that's weird. That's really I'm going to find it. It was on Facebook. That's how I know it's true. Okay. Oh. That's always important. But I'm still real curious. I'll find it. Okay. All right. So do you know how hurricanes are given names? <gasps> this is uh, a trick question. By whatever movie is going on at the time. Hence Dorian. That movie is like a couple of years old. It now, is. Though, so. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I know it's like alphabetical. Yeah. So kind of. Right. It is kind of. That's the history of them. Well, actually, so this is a trick question, though, because hurricanes are not named. Tropical storms are named. Oh. So anything that reaches a speed of 39 miles per hour, are those storms are given uh, tropical storm names. But the tropical storm names are retained as they become hurricanes oh. because it has to become a tropical storm before it becomes a hurricane so every hurricane has a tropical storm but not every tropical storm has a hurricane not every tropical storm becomes a hurricane yes it's like the chicken egg thing there you go oh so oh. technically tropical storms are named not hurricanes ah. so a little, little fact there okay but so okay do i'm sure you're about to tell me but my theory is that I know it's kind of like alphabetical order. So do they just like write some names and put them in like in a hat and draw them? So they came up with lists of names, uh-huh. but they, they there was a lot of trial and error over the years. Yeah, I would say so. So they started naming them the formal practice of naming the storms in the 1950s. Uh-huh. And they started by going in but based off of one list and naming it starting at the beginning of each season, it would it was a, like a fon- phonetic kind of list. So it's like the start of the season was Abe or Abel, and then the second one would be Baker, and so on. And basically every year, they'd start that list over again with the exact same name. So it was based on that. Uh, uh-huh. Before that, and the reason they started the name thing was because they were using just coordinates before, and that was just confusing for everybody trying to track them. Uh, yeah. Oh, like, what, what about like the, yeah, the general public, like... 
It was mostly for meteorologists and stuff. And I guess that still was just like super confusing for them. (laughs) Yeah. So they ended up changing it. And then in 1953, to avoid repetitive uses of names so frequently, because that was, again, confusing. If you had Abel every single year, right? how do you differentiate that? Um, So they started doing something a little bit different and they revised it to use only female names oh so from 1953 to 1978 they only used female names and they did this as a way to mimic the habit of naval meteorologists who named storms after women uh, much as ships and the sea at the sea were traditionally named for women oh it's because they're unpredictable. I was going to say, were they just like thinking like, oh, these storms are so emotional and stuff. Well, like, back then, feminism wasn't a thing. So, yes, probably it was a <laughs> lot mean, of that. Right, right. I don't think it applied nowadays. And it probably makes sense that it was changed in the 70s when feminism started to come a thing. And they were like, hey, maybe we shouldn't like base every big, horrible natural disaster after a woman. Yeah. You know. OK, but like truly now they've gone through a lot of names by now so how do they come up with new names can like can i submit a name to the hurricane people so currently no they only have six six lists i believe five or six lists of names that they can run through okay and they started that in 1978 1979 so they go through the list so that every six years i believe that list starts back with list one and then goes through um. the six because again you know this we're at hurricane dorian right now but what happened to the a and the b do you know or abc those first three were they all in tropical storms did they peter out really quickly so you don't ever sometimes IDK. you don't actually have those same names re- repeat as often i only remember one katrina katrina so that is a name that's been retired <gasps> oh. oh so nowadays what they do is retire anything that is known for a massive destruction has been retired. Oh. So there's a, a couple of them. I believe Andrew was retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hurricane oh, what's Katrina the, was retired. That H one. That H one that just happened, right? Hill Harvey. No. Harvey. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Harvey was. There's a list of them that have been retired. Um, and then there's a couple of them that actually have been changed on the list. So there was um, Hurricane Florence and Hurricane Michael. Um, those have been changed to Francine and Milton. So if uh, like Katrina was retired, they pick another K name to go. They pick a different K name. So that's the only time a name changes on one of the lists is when it has to be retired because of the fact that it was like utter devastation. There's so much associated with that one in the media Mm -hmm. that you can't have another Hurricane Katrina because it would just... It it's pe- too much. People would be well, and people would be so confused because people would be like, "Oh, here comes Hurricane Katrina," and people would be like, "What?" Yeah. Oh, I, t- I get that. I yeah, totally understand. It's definitely interesting. I did not. I didn't realize that they retired them, but that actually makes a lot of sense for them to do that. If they had to change them every single year, like indefinitely, and never reuse a name, that'd be kind of hard because, again, some of those you don't ever hear about. That's true. I guess. And I guess that they would probably spend a lot of time and money and resources just devoted to changing names. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So you got to wonder. Now we need to look up the list and see if any of our names are on it. Oh. Is there somewhere a Hurricane Hurricane Lindsay? Yes. At my house every night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if either of your names were on the list just because they're a little bit more common. I don't think mine would, but I, I... 
probably Her, Hurricane Jenica. Katrina was <laughs> close yeah, enough to my name that pretty like, much. They yeah. they might just take if there was already a Trina, they might take that off because it's too close to too close. Katrina. Yeah, yeah. I will say it probably sucks to be named off of like something like that because even with my name not being Katrina but just being Trina, I've had people like compare that to like by name really like, oh you're like hurricane katrina and i was like no, that no not a, no it's not at all that, that's bet, not a thing <laughs> i bet there's a hurricane jenica maybe maybe <laughs> i know there was a hurricane bonnie once and my dad made quite a few jokes about that oh <laughs> bonnie's your mom's <laughs> that's my mom's our listener <laughs> and so, her mom and dad are divorced <laughs> awkward. I think, I think super awkward <laughs> that, that just reminds me of like uh what was it uh, armageddon i keep seeing it pop up on tv so i've watched it a bunch recently and the guy wanted to name like the the meteor after his wife because she was a a I, well, I, can't, I can't remember what he called her, but basically like a uh, life-sucking bitch. Yeah, it was like a great A bitch. Yeah, a great A bitch. So he named it after her because she's going to bring devastation to the whole world. Uh, <laughs> wow. So it is, I mean, it, it must suck if your name is actually associated with one of these. So Trina, I have some questions because you lived in Florida for so long. And so like, what do you do? If you live in that area and you're like, oh, there's a terrible hurricane coming who's going to kill you and like destroy all your belongings. For typical Floridian response, the first thing is hurricane party. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which if it's like a category one, I mean, they're still, you know, that's a serious storm, of course, if it reaches hurricane level. But uh, for the most part, people who live down there don't really pay attention as much when it's a tropical storm or like it's reached category one or category yeah. two kind of the same thing we do about tornadoes oh yeah <laughs> until you know and you see a funnel cloud you're kind of like Meh, do i really have to go hide in a bathroom for a few yes. hours yeah um and that's kind of how they are which you might think is a little bit you know dumb in some ways to do that but you, they also get so many warnings and yeah. then it, it can turn the last minute and go back out to the ocean or it might not hit them at all it's like the boy who cried wolf and hurricane prep is a lot of work. Prep? Like, what, what do you mean, hurricane yeah. prep? Like, that's where you sit in your bathtub just in case With a water floats. bottle. So not quite the same as that for hurricane, uh, like people who are in like a hurricane zone. Um, they have to board up their windows or put up like metal shutters on the outside of their house. Um, you w- obviously want to make sure like one that you're living in a home that is st- sturdily built if you're in a rental and you don't know you probably don't want to be there when the hurricane hits but hmm. most homes in florida are are it's a selling point like how much wind resistance <laughs> the house has that's why you see a lot of like homes down there that are block homes center block homes like stucco and stuff it's because they're they're more wind resistant oh than a regular like plywood and like siding plastic siding home you're not going to find that down there <laughs> can you not just buy a boat and stick it in your driveway and like let it float up and you're like fishing it would definitely crash into something oh yeah <laughs> 100% it would crash into something mm. but um so most people will board up their houses they'll pack like a bag of what they can have if they live in a two-story house they might move their stuff up to the second level in case they're, if they're in a flooding zone because oh. that can definitely suck if your house starts to flood even if it's a couple of feet been you know. there done that yeah exactly i mean if you go through the if you've ever been through flood ever that's just the worst so if they know it's realistically going to hit then they might move their stuff up but uh for the most part people will just board up their homes so that 
windows don't get broken. They'll take down anything outside that can become a flying projectile. Because you got to oh. think if you have like loose palm tree limbs or uh, loose debris, anything, lawn furniture, anything outside, all of that stuff becomes a flying weapon. It oh. can go through someone's car. It can go through someone's window. It can go through their door. Anything their brain. like that. You have to actually it, think yeah, about their brain. That. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. So let's say they're like, okay, no, you have to evacuate. Forced evacuation. They do that. Actually, my hometown has been on a forced mandatory evacuation right really? now. Okay. Do, do people so. do that? So, so they do. My mind isn't really going to hurricanes because I mean, how often does that happen? My mind goes to the zombie apocalypse. Forced evacuation. What happens? Let's go. So, well, I guess force isn't the best way. They do say mandatory evacuation, but there's not enough manpower for them to literally go home to home. So if you're just stupid enough to stay, then you're stupid enough to stay. Um, you know, I mean, and a lot of people do. They will stick it out because they just are like, it's not going to actually hit us. And they'll just hang out of it. Now, if you are forced to leave and you don't... and, and you have to create a plan. Some people will go visit family and friends that live in like a neighboring state or like on the other side of the state. So if you're, if the hurricane's coming on the East Coast like it is right now, then they might go visit friends on the West Coast. Mm. Um, but what I find interesting is that I've got a lot of friends who have younger kids yeah, that have actually started turning this into kind of like a hurricane vacation. Okay. So a lot of the hotels in the area, like in mainland, so off the shore, will reduce their rates because people are being put out of their homes. Yeah. And they have to cover the cost of that. So you might be forced to evacuate, but where do you go and how much is it going to cost you? And do you have the money for that? Yeah. So like Disney and uh, SeaWorld and those areas, sometimes you can get it down to a hundred bucks a night or less Aww. for hotels in the area. So there's a lot of people who will leave a few days before the hurricane's going to hit. Yeah. Because one, traffic is the worst. And I'll get to that in a second. Oh. But they'll leave a few days early. They'll, they'll get their houses ready, board them up, leave town, go stay at the hotel and enjoy those beautiful sunny days prior to the hurricane coming in, going to the parks, taking their kids to the pools. Cause I mean, some of these hotels are like resorts. Yeah. So they've turned into like a positive, like, Hey, our house might be blown away when we get back home, but let's enjoy this nice little vacation and not sure. worry about that. Wow. So that's another thing I had to ask the traffic. Cause okay. Forgive me, but the only natural disaster that I've ever been exposed to is zombie apocalypses. So I just imagine like traffic lined up for miles upon miles. Like you can't go, you can't leave, you can't bypass. Like, like what is it really? Sorry, can I interrupt? Yes. Personally, no, no, to- no. But <laughs> it's all in all the zombie movies, guys. Okay, okay. okay. So you've just seen how the traffic, like everybody's trying to get out of town yeah. and. Then of course there's that one per- that one lone car that you, you see going down the opposite side of the highway and you're like oh that's Chuck Norris going the other yeah, way yeah or an <laughs> alien invasion like either or oh right right so traffic is absolutely the worst especially if you wait until quote the last minute you know right. a lot of people will evacuate if they think it's going to hit landfall or something like within 24 hours they'll leave um like i said some people will try to go three or four days prior because the traffic if you wait till 24 to 48 hours beforehand 
is the absolute worst. For instance, my stepmom, Phyllis, who listens to this podcast a lot, she drove from her house to her brother's in Macon one year. And I think my dad said that it took her something like 15 hours to get there. Uh, And that's usually about a six and a half hour drive. Oh my gosh. So traffic on the interstates becomes just like horrible absolutely horrible and i remember that from a kid we we would try to go up the coast sometimes to georgia and maybe hit like my grandparents house which uh, funny enough was also just right there on the curve of the coast (laughs) yeah you know at the time that that was our place to go it was three and a half hours north we might spend six or seven hours in the car trying to get up there wow people have more cars nowadays too so they're wanting to move all their cars not just like one oh yeah so you get a lot of like families i think that are splitting up into like two or three cars and like hauling all their stuff up there as opposed to like right one car for the family and like an overchange of clothes (laughs) yeah (laughs) and more than just like hey uh like we were trained as kids like okay think about like what you can fit into a backpack and that's what you get yeah everything else is going to get ruined so like you got to think back then what would be the top five things you would take uh you know and for me that was back then like i was in my high school years or my, my elementary school years it was like, oh, bring your favorite toy, bring a game, bring like for me, it was like CDs and pictures. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nowadays, a lot of that's on your phone. So it'd be like clothes, maybe like and a clean change of underwear. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um, something sem- sentimental of some sort. Your yearbook and your photo album. Which a lot of that stuff's digital now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it honestly, it'd be a lot of electronics. It'd be like nowadays, if I was like told you can get five things from your house, and like a couple changes of clothes it'd be like okay a couple outfits my computer my yeah. ipad my phone my chargers my, my camera it'd be yeah. those kind of things uh, yeah uh, did you like have all your pictures and stuff like already packed up like ready to go um uh, some some were just like loose pictures and some would just be photo albums but we we try to grab a couple things and you know be as prepared as you can okay but what like if you have a business or like yeah what do you do so with businesses and stuff i mean same thing it's like a lot of those people will try to wait it out to the last minute especially if they provide a service that could be useful Uh to people who are boarding up their houses or you know things that they might need of course they they do the same kind of store prep that we have to deal with in tennessee when someone says snow yeah clearing out the shelves of clean water batteries things like that because for them they have to not prepare for the storm because they're usually gone during the storm right they have to prepare for what happens after they come back from the storm Mm. when they have no clean water and no electricity for upwards of like two weeks so that can happen a lot is they come back and their home might be fine but enough power lines have gone down that they don't have power for like two weeks so you need generators you need gas because gas will be there'll be a shortage for like weeks if not months down right there. right right so they prepare in that w- way do, huh? they, do they have a generator do they have gas do they have clean water do they have batteries for flashlights and you know enough clean clothes that because they can't do any laundry for a while <laughs> yeah. and how do you shower like i mean it's gonna be a cold shower probably and all that yeah okay so what about prisons and schools what do they do schools have built in hurricane days kind of like how we have snow days oh Oh. yeah well they should yeah that's good so that happened when i was at school we had a couple like hurricane days so then all of a sudden it it sounds great until you get to like the last week of school and you find out that you have to go to school for another week uh Uh, yeah (laughs) that's our snow days yeah and uh, i mean and depending on how many hurricanes actually get close enough to shore like where you're gonna have a couple hurricane days out of school then 
you know, it's great if you're out of work because you just, you don't have to make up your days from hurricane days at work, but you do have to make up the hurricane days from school. Oh, yeah. And did the prisoners get hurricane days? They do not. <laughs> yeah, I, I grilled my dad on this because since he works at a prison, I was like, well, what do you do when you work at a prison and there's a natural disaster like this? And he, he kind of reassured me that he's probably, if he's there, he's in the safest place ever. Really? Because you got to think, they got to build these things so that they don't come down in a natural disaster. Like homes might be able to lose a roof, but you can't lose a roof on a prison. Oh, no. So they, they're pretty solidly built and so what they do is they take away like all the privileges for the prisoners so it's kind of in order to avoid anyone trying to i think you know escape or take advantage of the situation going on like they don't leave their cells unless there's like an absolute emergency uh they're on like lockdown yeah there's no schooling there's no outdoor games there's no like going to the library or working or anything like that it's everyone's on cell lockdown and they get to watch the news and if they have a window view, they can see some of the storm, but that's about it. Could they not like sacrifice a couple prisoners to the hurricane gods? I mean, that might help appease the hurricane gods. Um, but they want but, pure souls. Yeah. Pure. I mean, I mean do you want to feed more evil to like an evil thing? I don't know. I don't know. If it's named after it, a woman, it can't be too evil. Does it make it stronger? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you might not want to do that. You might not want to do that. I don't know. So, I don't know about this. But, you were say- but you're saying though, your dad does not get hurricane days. No, no. Well, so if if it's gotten bad enough before he goes into work, he might not have to go into work because obviously they don't want people driving through a hurricane to get to work to make their shift. Yeah. So if you're on shift and it gets really bad, you're stuck there. So you might be there for like two days as opposed to just like one 12 hour shift or something. You might be there for like 48 hours or something and you stay there and they rotate the shifts and you just you just stay there because i mean they have to have people working yeah and i think the hospitals are similar it's like oh i mean yeah that would make sense you know they have to have people on staff they have to have people there they might even call people in early if they think it's really going to be bad Uh and tell you you're just going to be on lockdown at the facility versus like like rick grimes in walking dead there you go yeah oh yeah Mm mm-hmm that's exactly it. Wow. <laughs> I'm so I I don't know why I've never thought to ask you these questions. Oh, oh! Okay. Can we ask the most important question there ever was? What's Are the that? liquor stores open? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, people stock up for their hurricane parties. <laughs> is Disney World gonna be okay? Disney World is okay. Oh, but I have some interesting trivia about that one. Oh, okay, oh, tell, um, us, tell us. I think uh, there's only been, it's only happened. I think maybe like a handful of times, but they will close the parks if the the hurricane is at officially going to hit Central Florida because it can go over landfall. It usually once they go over landfall, they uh, they diminish in like their like strength mm-hmm. i mean it'll it'll go down to a tropical storm pretty quickly once it hits landfall it slows it down and everything it's when it's out right. in the ocean and moving so slow like it is right now that it just keeps building up strength and just sucking in more water and more air pressure and all that and get building up speed well not speed building up wind speed right and so um yeah disney has shut down a few times from it but um and they've actually i don't know how to say this probably but collapse the castle I think they can actually take down the castle in the event that, or like lower it a few stories what? in the event of uh, hurricanes and stuff. You got to think you, you, if you have like 160 something mile per hour winds or 180 like currently with the category five, 
that's gonna destroy the castle it can't they just like decorated for halloween yeah disney get it together don't declaps no if they if they have to because otherwise if it got damaged then it would be you know probably months or so without any oh. castle or rebuilding yeah. a castle or redecorating so they probably have already taken down decorations is my guess because again wind projectiles i don't know i bet you they can take down decorations and declaps that castle in a puzzle in 20 seconds <laughs> probably it's probably faster than you think and they are they're well trained for that kind of stuff um, okay yeah i follow a disney account on instagram and i think i I think I was looking at their story and I think I saw that they were closing early mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom or maybe all the parks. Probably to prep for that. I yeah. mean, again, you got to think they got to take down, uh, you know, on the main street, they got the pretty fl- plants outside yeah. and they got trash cans and stuff. They'll probably have a way to take all of those things indoors. Okay. The second most important question. What's that? Let's say you are one of those sillies that don't leave and you're stuck in the hurricane. Mm-hmm. where's the safest place in the house to be probably well that depends if your roof hasn't blown off because <laughs> you don't want to be on the top if your roof's blown off and you don't want to be on the bottom if you're getting flooded so it's really a, a it's probably a judgment call your best bet is to just get out of there <laughs> but if you're one of those people that stays you know there's a probably a moment of pray that you don't get sucked out your roof or that you don't drown depending on if you're in a flash but if zone you leave you're gonna get killed by a projectile lawn chair i guess not if you leave early that's enough. why you're, no, 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 no. you're supposed like to leave it, early enough no but this is like a sol situation like omg like i didn't listen i'm a dumb dumb i it means here it's at my doorstep it's knocking on my door saying hey we're looking for you what do you do i mean again it just depends are you in a flood zone or are you more worried about you're the just wind? fucked you're fine pretty much um well and the big thing is you can't leave in the eye of the storm because a lot of people will think okay because the eye of the storm goes over you and it gets calm and everything's fine oh right but then the winds are going to kick pick pick back up so they always say like do not leave in the the eye of the storm when it's calm because then you're going to be like out of your safety well whatever safety you did have around you and you're going to be sol so you can't maybe this is a dumb question but you when you're in the eye of the storm and you're like, and you know it's the eye of the storm, you're like, this is the eye of the storm. You cannot travel with the eye of the storm. I mean, that'd be hard to predict exactly. Because women are unpredictable. Just. Well, and the speed changes too. So, oh. I mean, and that doesn't mean that you still won't be affected by this, the wind or the rain. Well, I, I guess you couldn't like follow it and know which direction it's mm-hmm. going and stuff. Yeah, it'd be really hard to follow. But how do you even know it's the eye? Like, what if you're on the edge? Like, what if you think you might be... Because you don't have cable. You don't have internet. Like, you don't know. Like, you might be like, oh, I'm on the edge of the storm, I think. Like, this isn't the eye. This is just kind of touch me and now I'm good. Yeah, I mean, that's where radio comes into play. They tell people... There's a lot of really good tips out there. They say uh, to keep your devices charged up and Mm. keep them powered off except for when you know there's going to be updates. So the news channels will like sometimes say like, we're going to do an update uh, every hour at the top of the hour. And it's going to be in that first like five minutes. So it might be turn your power back on, you know, at one o'clock at three o'clock at five o'clock. If the storm slowed down, they're going to distance those out a little bit more. And if the storm is moving really fast, they'll have more updates, but they'll have like certain times where it's like your next updates coming out in five hours you'll turn your phone back on and then and then they also recommend 
leaving um changing your outgoing voicemail message for friends and family so that you can say according to the last update this is what's going on this is where we're at please leave a message if you need to get in touch with us we'll have the phones turned back on at 5 p.m central standard time or eastern standard time and that way you can kind of they'll know when to call and get an update from you without you constantly like answering your phone or checking your phone and like killing the battery because you're going to be running out of battery power oh Oh, so they've got some really good tips and pointers on that. I feel that. like this is such good. I, kn- I know by the time this episode drops, like, who knows what Doreen will have done. But I feel like this hurricane season clearly goes until the end of November or right end of November, beginning. Um, end of November. End of November. So who knows what could pop up in the next three months. Yeah. So I feel like this is really good information for the next three months. Yeah. I feel like for, for Floridians, like, often they it's you get lucky or you get very unlucky you're either gonna get hit with like one bad hurricane or like one really serious one or you're gonna get hit with like four back to back yeah <laughs> that happened one year where it was just like back to back you might as well have just kept your plywood up over your windows for like the entire season because there were four in like one i think actually even over like summer they just like came quick back to back so this year i think everyone's been fairly lucky this is the worst one that's come out so far but it's also we're only at the d name <laughs> yeah that's true all right so let's talk about how you can help people uh they've been affected by the hurricane first of all don't worry tennessee's coming for you we sent all the electric truck trucks out to the northern border of florida we're just waiting just waiting to see that devastation we got you boo all right jess what else uh, well, you can, if you want to go ahead and help the, the people in the Bahamas, um, you can donate to the Salvation Army. You can just go to their website. Um, and you can also go to the American Red Cross. I think they have a very specific Bahamas. Uh, there's the Bahamas Red Cross website that you can go to. Um, and they are taking monetary donations, but they are also... Uh, taking donations of non-perishable goods like canned goods um they are taking baby supplies Mm -hmm. um i mean like diapers baby food um things like that um and you can also help the animals the aspca Mm -hmm. Um, yeah good they are taking donations as well um and i'm sure uh everyone has heard um there's been lots of people who have taken in dogs i think there was one woman who took in like 100 dogs from the bahamas Mm -hmm. um but people have also started to go ahead and take in dogs from the florida region and i think from the carolina region like we said we don't know where dorian is headed next at the time of this recording we're recording on tuesday um but it's because it's such a slow moving hurricane um so and unpredictable and it's unpredictable um so uh i think i, I just read that uh middle tennessee woot woot, took in like 70 dogs from florida so um yeah so you guys we cannot let the species die think noah's ark <laughs> that's yeah. right um well other things that you can do if you know an area is going to be affected um if you have an, a guest room in your house put it out there on social media and, and uh, offer it up to someone because again the expense of trying to evacuate is very high for a lot of these families so giving them a place that they can stay for free even if it's a couch even if it's an air mattress sometimes that's better than them having to hole up in some really really horrible motel that's all they can afford or if they can't afford it staying 
staying at home and risking it out because some people mm. do you know i joke that you know people who stay behind are just really dumb but at the same time some people can't afford to leave that's so true that's something to mm-hmm. think about if you have an extra spare room you never know if someone's going to take you up on that so put it out there on social media see if anyone needs a help um you know helpful hand and then look up places that you can donate goods to um cleanup is a huge thing yeah afterwards oh yeah you did that a couple years ago so a couple of years ago uh florida got hit fairly badly back to back by two storms and my dad ended up having a lot of uh damage at, at their property with trees that came down limbs that came down half leaning trees because that needed to come down because before the next storm came through and so it actually worked out because it was the weekend of my birthday that he was going to be doing a lot of this this cleanup and he had hurt his back i think so i was like well let me see if i can go down there and help in any way and i actually talked to my boss about it and at the time i was surprised i mean i had some vacation days that i could have used for it but i just was honest with him i said oh, i'm going to go down there for a couple of days an extended weekend just to see if i can help with the cleanup and my bosses didn't even count that against me so they gave me i think i went down there um i left on a wednesday night and i got down there on thursday and so i had thursday friday um, and then I came back on Monday. So I had three days off, but they gave those to me without even charging me for like the personal or vacation time. That's awesome. It really is. So being being ta- uh, honest with your with your work and saying, you know, I would like to go down there and help. Sometimes they will actually reward you for that, you know, knowing that you're going down there to help in some manner. So it's worth asking. Yeah, for sure. And your employer should do that. And if they don't, you should say, fuck you, employer. (laughs) Gear should together, employer. You're like, I'm trying to help people. And again, cleanup and stuff is a huge thing. So um, as much as uh, food and um, things like that of that nature, paper products that people might need. uh, It's helpful. Also, being available with a chainsaw and... Mm -hmm. Uh, the ability to go down there with two working hands and help haul debris is a huge thing. So, mm. I mean, I went down there with a little le- electric chainsaw that I was like, I don't know how much work this can really do because it's not like made for big trees or anything, but my dad would use his big chainsaw to cut down the big trees and then I'd use my little one to cut off all the branches Aww. and haul them off. There you go. What a father-daughter moment. It was. Okay. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work, but and it was the most tiring birthday I've ever had. But, but it was a lot of fun and they they took me out for dinner when I went down there to like say thanks and my sister actually took me to the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot after that to say thanks as well because Aww. they they thought it was nice that I took time off for my birthday to go down that's there. A, that's a pretty good birthday. Thank you. Actually. Yeah, it really was so. actually. I mean, I actually feel like for as much as I was just trying to be helpful, I, I got a, a lot out of that. Actually, just in the, the kindness of others thinking that it was kind of what I was doing, if that makes sense. <laughs> Everybody love each other. That's right. Be yeah. helpful. Uh, help a neighbor. You know, for it's, sure. It's nice. All right, guys. So we are excited uh, we're going to transition into, you know, air demons because it's that time of year. It's fall, y'all. It's fall. fall. And the ghost and the pumpkin spice and the all. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's time to be basic. Hell yeah. <laughs> basic fall biatches. Yeah. So <laughs> I posted this on my personal social media and Trina loved it. And it is so true, guys. Okay. So could we without relentlessly criticizing let people have their pumpkin spice and avocado toast and their fandoms and their dnd and their too early halloween decorations and whatever little harmless things in which they've managed to find a tiny shriveled flower of joy we can should I, can i get an amen yeah. amen amen right okay 
So, uh, we talked last episode how Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer. We can now start decorating for Halloween. This is Halloween. This This is is Halloween. 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 (laughs) All right, y'all. This is my holy high season. Get your shit together. Get in gear. It is that time of year. Yes. I mean, officially summer doesn't end until the end of September, but let's face it. It's over. It, it ends in September. As soon as September hits, it's like, it might still be 90 degrees outside, but I'm ready for fall and I'm in a fall state of mind. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you just move yourself along into Hurricane Dorian. <laughs> there you go. Drink. That's right. Drink. Oh, Hurricane right. Dorian drink. Shh. <laughs> yeah i was about to say i'm uh, you know people were posting i think in early august like ready for their fall, fall pumpkin spice you know what i'm gonna give it to them because after i read that thing that you posted i was just like that's right if they can get a little bit of joy out of that there's no point in us like squashing all of that no. and being like, you know poo-pooing all over it no you want to have it you want to carve your jack-o'-lantern you want to put your christmas tree up next weekend Hey, you go. You do you, boo. <laughs> and I'm real excited. Starbucks made a, uh, like, cold brew pumpkin cream coffee drink. Oh, it looks good. Ooh. It looks so good. Now, I will say I am a little bit of a hypocrite in this because I do kind sometimes get annoyed if, like, mid-October they start putting out, like, Christmas stuff. Because I feel like they skip over Thanksgiving in that regard. Oh. So I am that person that does complain about that a little bit and it being a little bit early. But that's different, I feel, in a way than just being like, you know what? Everyone's ready for fall. Oh, well, that's right. That's just because I want to fully enjoy all of my fallness and all my pumpkin spice. And I'm like, I love you, Christmas, but I want to fully enjoy the fall. Yeah. Um. I mean, fall is my favorite time of year. Amen. It really is. I'm. I'm and it's. Not just because I'm getting bigger and bigger by the day, <laughs> but I am ready for cooler temperatures. Uh, Plus, I always look cuter in the fall, and I feel like me being pregnant in the fall is also going to be just as cute. Just let's saying. just be honest. Everyone looks cuter in the fall. They yeah. do. You accessorize better. Boots are amazing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Fun hats, yeah. scarves, all boots. that stuff. Boots, boots, boots. Boots, boots, yeah. boots. Uh, and also, I get to hang out with my girls all fall because Jay's so busy watching the foosball, the sports ball. And then we can go and do stuff every Saturday and Sunday with Rory. Oh, no. Trina, I was sorry. I was just thinking. I was like, haunted houses, haunted houses. But Trina's pregnant this year. Oh, she- hey, I can still go, go to the haunted house. Yeah. I can still go to a haunted house. I mean, I need to make sure that no one like bumps into me probably because I will say like being in crowds as of late young people pay no mind at all to someone who is pregnant Mm. i've gotten elbowed i've been kind of like shoved a little bit they have no cares it's like they don't look below the neck or something by Hmm. mid-october she's gonna be like scared this baby out of me yeah i I probably will be (laughs) no i mean i am excited about haunted houses i probably will be a little bit particular about how many i go through especially if they require us like standing in line for for crazy long times right but i am super excited about that only thing i regret is the fact that i can't drink before going Uh, oh yeah but i I will dd for you guys (laughs) can i just say that um universal Halloween Horror Nights is having a uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space Haunted House. Oh, man. I know. I know Layla, we missed it by a year. Layla, if you hear me, hear me, I'm going to come visit you and live with you for like two weeks. Please say yes. <laughs> if her house doesn't get blown away <laughs> by the hurricane. <laughs> drink, drink. drink. <laughs> um, yes, I'm also very excited for fall because it's the start of my 
high holy bacon season. Whoop, whoop. Oh, that's right. Oh, bacon that season. whole bacon season we never get tastes of. But it's okay because I'm on a diet this year. So you just keep that that devilish treats away, ma'am. Bring okay. them all to my house because I'm not on a diet and this baby loves baked goods. That's I have made two batches of brownies in the last two weeks and I am not ashamed of that. <laughs> uh, I actually just uh, on Amazon last night, it was uh, majorly on sale ordered a nordic ware skullet baking pan oh Ooh. okay that sounds cool because i looked at all the things you can bake with it not just like little mini cakes but you can do little mini jelly jigglers you can do like little mini uh taco pocket shells Ooh. you can do like little mini ice things to put in your champagne punch like i yes like, please look i pinned so many things that i can make with this skull bacon make something right over to my porch mm. oh oh Okay, there you go. For when we record there. Yeah, that's right. I'm about to say, we need to uh, start working on our fall fun list. All the things we want to do for oh, this fall. Yes, and if you have ideas for us to do, please send them. Um, we unfortunately will not be going to the Disney Food and Wine Festival or the Halloween oh. Horror Nights this year. Katrina had to get knocked up by the producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. Also, anyway, I think we got to, you know, afford that every other year. <laughs> uh, it is expensive. Um, but, uh, you know, if you have things like we could do locally or within, you know, a drive distance, we would love to hear about them. You guys, this is our favorite time of year. Like this is our high holy season. No fucking joke. No, it's fall, y'all. It's Just fall, take it y'all. seriously. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, it is time for Treat of the Week. Treat yourself! Treat of the Week. What are y'all treating yourselves to this week? Uh, Well, in case you didn't know, I just got back from a honeymoon. What? What? I'll talk about that more later. But uh, my hair came back hella dry mm. um, from the Ooh. sun, the salt water, the chlorine, just like everything. Uh, so I went to Trader Joe's yesterday um, just to get like some groceries. Then because I was in the area and they had the shea butter and coconut hair mask. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Um, and I'd like seen some people post about it on like online and on Instagram and stuff. Um, and I was like, I'm going to give it a try. It's gotten some good reviews. Um, and it's only three ninety nine. And is it a Trader Joe's brand? Tra- yes, it's a Trader, oh, okay, Joe's, nice. Trader Joe's brand. Three ninety nine shea butter and coconut like hair mask. And you what shampoo your hair, and then you put this like from the roots to the tip of your hair. Um, and after after shampooing, and leave it in there for three to five minutes. Then you rinse it out, and you get out of the shower, and you just comb, you know, your hair in yeah. style as usual. Oh my god! Like it actually did like do some stuff for my hair that's That's awesome awesome. your hair does look nice and shiny yeah thank you and it like does leave it softer and you can use it as many times as you want like it's not like a once a week it's like you can use it every day if you want because it's so like natural and it's no animal testing um so i'm gonna basically use that every time i shampoo and just because it's supposed to be for like you know for like if your hair's been damaged or to help with frizzy hair and stuff so that's like my like good like cheap yay find nice so i have naturally curly hair so my hair is always dry and so i leave the conditioner in it um and then towel dry or i dry it with a t-shirt mm. not a towel because it makes your hair frizzy oh and um but you leave a little bit at least in the tips don't leave it near the roots you'll see a major difference like mm. maybe put some of that in the bottom of your hair towel or up 
t-shirt dry it. I was going to say, I've been doing the t-shirt drying method for a while yeah. after Lindsay had mentioned it to me. I've been doing it for like probably at least since the beginning of this year, if not sooner. Um, Girl, it has been quite a year. Plop. Yeah. It's... I'll show you. It's actually a, a one. It's actually saved my towels a lot. Instead of like, you know, your towels can get a little bit like yeah, musty after kind a little of while. And, and, and no, it saved our towels a lot, quite a bit. And also, and I've got a lot of thick hair. So yeah. I've been doing the drying thing. I just kind of like putting it up in a towel or not in towel, in a t-shirt and letting it sit for like an hour before I even dry it. Um, just it's a to, plop. It's just popping. to get the water out of it and my hair i feel like it isn't as frizzy and now i've got straight hair it's not curly or anything like that but i it, it would get a lot frizzier especially if i would dry it immediately after getting out of the shower um and the towel would also just it like my towel would absorb too much water and get that musty smell whoa mm-hmm. t-shirts yeah t-shirts, yeah, t-shirts. It's the way to go I'll, I will I will give you all the deets after the episode. Okay, please mm-hmm. do. But but I do recommend this um yeah this hair mask from Trader Joe's for three ninety nine. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, I am treating myself this week to uh, my anniversary celebration. Oh, Ooh. happy anniversary! Anniversary. <laughs> so that's all right. Producer Marshall and I have celebrated nine years of marriage. <gasps> oh, I feel like this is relevant because you just went on your honeymoon. You just got yes. married. And I think I've previously mentioned that I recommend or we recommend that every married couple try to find something simple that they can do as an anniversary tradition of some sort. You can always change it up and do something a little bit cooler every once in a while. But we've every year gone to Margaritaville because it's the closest thing that we're going to get, especially on the years that we're broke or busy yeah. to Key West where we got married. And so that's our thing is we go to the most touristy place in downtown Nashville (laughs) and we go get uh, these volcano nachos and or like a Cuban sandwich. And we always split key lime pie and we always get margaritas. This year he got to partake in the margaritas more than I did. Why? Why didn't you get a margarita? Yeah. What the heck? You know, being knocked up and all. But (laughs) it was still like I got a sip of a margarita at least. And I got my own slice of key lime pie instead of us sharing because I felt like, you know, eating for two means I get my own slice. Uh, yeah <laughs> so that was like and we were talking about that it's just been such a fun thing that we've done and we've looked forward to every single year depending on if we had a wedding that year or if we had plans to go to town or if we were just absolutely broke or whatever our situation it's just something easy and nice to go and do and also we've thought about it now that we're gonna have a little one next year for our anniversary again that's something we can even bring the kids to so that's something super simple. Oh, yeah. You're going to need a with. DD. Yeah. So, yeah, we will clearly need a DD. Yeah. <laughs> but at least like if we wanted to do that, they could come with us or the kid could come with us. So it's actually we were, we've enjoyed that. That's our little thing each year. So if you have an anniversary, like I recommend coming up with something simple and fun. Make it your own thing. It doesn't always have to be the same restaurant or something like that. But it's that was our treat. We usually only go once a year because it is like the super tourist destination. <laughs> and like even when we get in there, they're always kind of like, you're a local. <laughs> they're surprised. Like, yeah. So and also this year we changed it up slightly. And um, we went on a mini, mini road trip. We called it the mini, mini road trip because we took out Marshall's Mini Cooper. (laughs) And so, and we've been wanting to do like a little mini road trip in our Mini Cooper. And so we drove two hours north to uh, Kentucky and we went to the Bernheim Forest, which was free to get into. There was just like a $10 recommended donation per car to go into this area. And you hike around this um, 
park and they have these gigantic forest giants these creatures that they have built out of like recycled bourbon barrels and wood and just things of nature and they're amazing to see and so we went around to the park and we went and saw all of those and it was just an awesome day i love it it was so cool so uh on to your baby um i love what our champagners group decided to name Oh gosh! Him. What did they decide? Uh, yeah, they decided Dorian. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's not going to fit in with the monogram. Um, uh, but Just we haven't posted it yet, so don't get anything <laughs> monogrammed. Uh, <laughs> but hurricane drink. <laughs> uh, I'm out. Uh, when when was your actual anniversary? Uh, September first. So that was that was this past uh, Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I think just think it's funny. Uh, Will and I actually did go to a Margaritaville on Saturday. Oh, (laughs) that's pretty funny. Jamaican airport. That's awesome. So. I'm just saying, like, and then we ate a Cuban sandwich. Oh, their Cuban <laughs> sandwich is delicious. Okay, they guys, had, it really is. <laughs> they had, in the Miami airport. They were <laughs> celebrating, y'all. That's right. We were. So that's just what I was. I was like, there you go. We were thinking about you guys. Well, Lindsay, what are you treating yourself to this week? Okay, so surprise, surprise. It's another haunted podcast. <gasps> Ooh, tell me, tell me, tell okay, me. Okay, so this one's called Haunted Happenstance. Ooh. And so essentially what a happenstance is, is a like a coincidence or um, that really isn't a coincidence because it brings you to what is supposed to happen, right? Happenstance. So um, this, and it's, this is a, like a true haunted podcast. And so she, the, the narrator moves in t- with her boyfriend and this, um, these lofts in Boston. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, she's always had like weird stuff happen to her as far as ghosts and stuff like that. Anyway, it's like her experiences in these lofts and it's crazy. I'm looking it up. Yeah. It's really good. And she's like the sweetest voice ever. Definitely try it. Haunted sweet or ha- creepy? No, like sweet. Like, oh, she's like so cute. And then she's like, scares you to death. Oh, <laughs> all right there. Oh, so it's a good mix. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's great. So Haunted Happenstance. Uh, try that out. Fun podcast for the fall, y'all. For the fall. Love it. All righty. It is time for Drink About It. Good or bad. What are we drinking about this week? I'm drinking because Jess is giving me all of her champagne. Woohoo! Well, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> She's, you, are you just over all the alcohol? I've just had a lot of alcohol in like the last like eight or nine days. <laughs> is that detoxing time? Yeah. detoxing. And I haven't had any in like a week. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to make up for that. I'm right being now. a generous co-host. And I love her today. So I mean, it must taste, but so <laughs> especially today. So what, what drink about it do we have from our, our friends? Oh yeah. Trina, our what, listeners. what we, we have some drink about it's from listeners and we love our listeners. They're we just do. the bestest. We do. Remember, you can always uh, see our posts about prompting you to submit your drink about it in our Champagners group on Facebook. So go find it. That is C H A M P A G N E R S, the Champagners. Woot woot. Alrighty. Well, I I uh I, I feel for this listener oh, quite a bit. 
sure drink about it uh this is from elizabeth uh, hernandez this is our glitter glasses journey friend from instagram yes uh she is drinking about being in the golden trimester of pregnancy and still traveling as much as possible before i can't anymore this week i'm headed to pa to spend time with my mom and grandma oh you know I agree with her. I'm like in that happy stage where it's like oh. I'm I'm good with the travel right now. Starting to get a little bit uncomfortable in certain spots, but like overall, um I'm happy right now. This is like the happy stage of pregnancy other than the pregnancy brain, which she and I have both talked about before. Yeah. And um that's like a real thing. Is she does she know what she's having? She's not finding out. Oh, well, she's having a boy because there's no golden stage of pregnancy if you're having a girl. That does not exist. <laughs> Honestly, I bet she probably is only because like I'm pretty sure everyone I know that has uh, said they're due in December has said that they're having a boy. I, and I think there's like that's like five people. All right. Lizzie, you're having a boy. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, Lizzie. Oh, little I, Dorian. She's I think uh, she's about two weeks uh, after me okay so but seriously if you have any type of golden age of pregnancy it is definitely a boy it's not a girl because they suck the life out of you like a parasite that's what i've heard (laughs) (laughs) all right uh what other drink about it's were submitted by our champagners uh so we'll fly (gasps) oh your husband no (laughs) no 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 no. your your husband's other soulmate (laughs) yes that's that's right i can't keep up of who you marry i know i know i would i married will fry (gasps) not will fly not will fly oh it's so confusing i know i know like one one consonant difference. I feel like Will should have taken your last name so we could have kept this straight. Yeah. It would have been so much easier, I know. Will Lindner. It would yeah. yeah. Oh, that's got, got, a, got a good ring to it. Gorgeous ring. All right. I we're know. gonna we're gonna have to vote on this and if Yeah, because so, you haven't officially changed your name, so it's still time for him to like, change his. Can we vote now? Yes. Do you, Will Lindner? Yes. We got one vote. I vote. Oh. All right, change approved. Yep. All right. <laughs> Granted. Gavel. <laughs> Hello, Will. I'm a lawyer. It's official. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, babe. Um, Okay. Will Fly. um, He says he's drinking about starting an upcoming tour, uh, but he's not sure if it's a celebration drinking or dread drinking. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Um, Well, why would your husband be dread drinking? Will Fly. Oh, (laughs) different husband. The other husband. (laughs) Um... No, I've talked to him about this. Like, I get, I can get, I understand the, the, it's like it's starting anything new. You don't know yeah. if you're excited or you're anticipating, like, mm. it's going to be tough, like, being on the road for a job and not being at your home and mm-hmm. coming there every night and da, 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 da. Well, you practically live with these people that are on the road. So it's like, you don't know until you get out with them whether or not they're going to be amazing or whether they're not going to, they're going to be horrible. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it only takes one bad one to make it horrible. Truth. So, yeah. Well, I yeah, we feel you. We feel you, Will. Cheers to you, Will. Yeah. All right. So I've got a drink about it from Laurie, who is my soulmate. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Dorian, drink, oh. will be causing me to drink soon. Laurie, you better stay safe. You better not let nothing happen to you. You listen to our tips and you get out of there right now. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> That's right. It's actually going to be really too late by the time you listen to this. I'm going to text you after. <laughs> I don't have your number. I'm gonna get it. That's right. Stay safe. Like, luckily they're they're mainland, so they're oh good. You know, they they still have to worry about it because you got to think. Even if the hurricane doesn't hit land, the bands of it go so far out that you're basically still getting either tropical storm or hurricane cat one or cat two winds. Sometimes mainland. 
Lori, you be safe. Be safe, Lori. That's right. Take care of the family, Disney, your yeah. cats. You protect Disney. Take care of those cats, too. Disney. Oh, all of it. <laughs> all of it. All right. Well, what are you drinking about this week, Jess? Uh, oh, I'm drinking because I am not still in paradise. Oh. You're in mourning. You're in honeymoon mourning. I'm in honeymoon mourning. She got back from her honeymoon this weekend, and it's hard to come back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, and I came back to work, but not my routine work because I had to set back up because now I'm working from home. And so today was spent like trying to set up my home office. But anyway, yeah, I was this time last week. Well, I was at dinner probably, but like the, I was in Jamaica all last week. And yeah, girl. Ugh, and it was literally, it was full of couples massages and a private dinner on the beach and just like oh yeah we saw pictures oh uh, yeah and just like you got right at x real fast <laughs> yeah that's right um and just like dinners and wonderful breakfasts like everywhere and just whatever you wanted um and champagne on our massive private deck that i didn't know that we were having mm-hmm. until we got there and i was we stepped into our room and out on our deck and i was like oh my god this is a ru-. at first we thought we got upgraded and then like three days in, we were like, well, it was like, no, actually, I think this is the room that we got. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. I don't care. Like, I mean, it. we had like a, yeah, you sent us pictures. It was amazing. Yeah, it we had, so cool. we had like our own like private, like little dip pool or whatever. And then we had like five different places to sit on our deck and like a lounge bed and everything. And just like a beautiful view of the ocean. Um, and we, we had like two different massages, one of which was free. Um, and we had a, because we got like the honeymoon package, like everything was inclusive. We got like champagne delivered so much to our room, just all, all included. I love it. And we found at one point, I think by Tuesday, we'd found this private part of the beach that was, um, exclusive to like club people, which we had done the club package. Yeah. And it was like new. It was I think just opened in June. So like no one knew about it. It was very like the end of the season. So there was hardly anyone on the property. Mm-hmm. And so we went to this part of the beach and I think the most people that were there in one day were like maybe four other couples. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes. So it was these big giant cushy lounge chairs and we got them right on the beach. So it was like 10 feet into the water. So we, I would go from like the ocean go into the lounge chair, read my book. A server would literally just come up and be like, what do you want? And I'd be like, I want a Miami Vice, which is like a pina colada <gasps> yes. and a strawberry daiquiri. Well, oh, those are so good. Mixed frozen, together, like frozen. The best yes. on the beach. That was like, well, and I would just order that. And so then I'd go from the ocean to go get my Miami Vice and sit there. And then I'd go, they had a beautiful infinity pool. And then I would just go get in that. And I'd just go back and forth, back and forth, like literally all day. That's what I did. That's yeah. what we did. And then we just go have these wonderful dinners with like lobster and octopus and like just yeah, girl, you get that dessert. Sorry, (laughs) I mean it. And then I would just wake up early and just have like coffee delivered or go get coffee and just champagne and yeah. What I'm saying is, I didn't think about work or real life at at all. all. Uh, (laughs) Like it was 
so it was magical we had a good time i mean that's saying. what you should do on your honeymoon um, for sure and i'll just tell you um because <laughs> i obviously took a picture of the champagne that we drank yeah um and i'll just let you know what champagne that they serve i think at these all-inclusive resorts because i think it's what they serve at the sandals too um they serve jean dorsian it was a brute dorian dorian jean <laughs> <laughs> dorian jean dorian it's a brute all right and that's the champagne probably the well, not even a champagne it was a sparkling wine mm-hmm. and that's what they serve at the all-inclusives was it good I mean, it was it was a brute. I I mean, thank goodness it was like a brute. It wasn't like yeah. some like overly Spamante sweet or Spamante or anything. It was just, um, it was it was good. Like I mean, it was uh, pretty much I had a bottle of champagne or at least a glass, two or three glasses every day. Nice with breakfast or before I had a frozen daiquiri. I'd be like, I'm gonna start with a glass of champagne, please. And they'd be like, right away, ma'am. And I'd be like, great, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trina, what are you drinking about? I am drinking about the disappointments of job hunting, which I definitely was drinking about last time. Oh, no. But no, I had a a very promising job lead and I did like four interviews for it. And I was like, man, I'm totally going to get this and it's going to be amazing. And then I didn't. (gasps) You did four interviews and they (sighs) said no? Yeah, I think it was four. It was like, I, I know I talked to like, multiple people one person like multiple times but like it basically mm-hmm. it, what ended up happening was they had someone that they had been interested in who didn't live here and so they put that person on hold and were looking for someone else because they were like this person's probably not actually going to move here for this job and so they were moving me through the process really quickly so like i had every intention of like thinking like this is happening and like i'd started to prepare for it because i was like man it's like this is going to be amazing. I even turned down some work in September at first because I was like, oh, I've got this job and it's probably going to happen. Like they're moving me through this process so fast. And then all of a sudden it was like, like breaks on really quickly. And I was like, okay, I was worried about that because it was a little weird. And like, they called me, like I even did a a phone interview, like on like that Wednesday afternoon. And then the very next day they called me and they were like, we offered this other person the job and i was literally like when did they have time to interview anyone else like because mm-hmm. they were moving through so quickly that i and they'd kind of in, in a way implied like no one else was in the running and they were running me through the process pretty quickly so i was just kind of like okay where did this other person come from out of nowhere and then i found out that it was someone who had applied like months prior or not months prior well weeks prior then they had stopped the process because that person hadn't moved here and i guess they called like in the middle of me going through the process that person called back and said hey i just signed my lease in tennessee and so what? they no. offered the job oh my god they totally they sucked you because you're pregnant and we're gonna sue them i'm a lawyer that could have been it do you, I don't know. do you think that really might have had to do with it uh i actually do think that that has had to do with a couple of other jobs that i've been like looking into i think as soon as they find out i'm pregnant they immediately like like look at me like this is a permanent condition I think that sucks. I think being on the job hunt when you're pregnant is actually one of the worst things I've experienced because you can't like take all the self doubt that you can possibly have while you're in the midst of trying to find a job and going through the interview process. And then on top of that thinking they might not hire me, not because I'm not a qualified professional, but because they are worried about like what's going to happen after I have the baby. What's going to like, what's my plan for childcare or like the fact that they're going to have to give me some time off for maternity leave to like recover uh. and they don't want to go through the process of training me and then me take a couple of weeks off and then coming back to work, which is 
crazy. So but. I think that's the issue. So I've an employer before and it's like if you hire somebody you know is pregnant, like let's say you train them and then in three months they go on maternity leave, whether they're paid or not, it doesn't matter. It's kind of like you're starting from square one when they get back and you really need that person. So I, I, I get it as an employer, like you kind of, want someone to start fresh in you and you don't want to have to give them like even when people come in and they're like oh I have a vacation planned in like three weeks like I can't be here it's kind of like Ugh. but when you have to take like six to eight weeks off it really kind of throws a wrench in it I get that but at the same time like I'm learning from a new perspective as being the pregnant person because that's where I would have come from in the past probably right like, you know and I feel like very hypocritical in saying that like in the past I might have thought mm, you know it's, is it going to be a pain to train someone and have them take time off and then train them again practically or find someone to cover that work during that period that they're gone right um granted in my side of the business like we slowed down in December. So I'm kind of having this baby at the perfect time. Yeah, for sure. But it's still, I'm pretty sure has gotten in the way like of a couple of jobs that I've been really, really interested in that they just aren't going to consider me because of that, which totally sucks because I could use the better insurance. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So. And, and, and some job is completely unfounded. Like it really depends what you need. Like if it's in your profession and you're slow during that time, like it's the perfect season. Like, also, there's just certain questions that I don't think are appropriate for them to be considering for me that they wouldn't consider for my husband if he's going into a job interview. One, he doesn't have to disclose that he's about to have a child because he doesn't wear a belly, <laughs> you know, from it. And yeah. also, no one's going to think to ask him, what's our child care plan? And I've been asked that. No, you haven't. And I don't think that that's appropriate in no. the fact that like that's something between us. No, no, you haven't. I have uh, been. We I have that. child care. That's your answer. That, that pretty much has been. My answer is like, we have it sorted out. Like, but that shouldn't be a thing. Like, because I think they're concerned about whether or not I'll have like it's, it's so the way that it's coming off is if they're asking as if like my options are either to put the child in daycare or I'm going to change my mind and just decide to stay home after right. I have the baby. Uh, sir, sorry. <laughs> Which I have known a lot of people like that who have been like, I can't go back to work. Like, I'm just staying with, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Like, I was like, when can I go back? No, that's the thing. But financially, I got to go back. I want to go back. Right. You know? It's not so a choice. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be a consideration that, that, that goes into whether or not someone hires me. So, sorry. I'm so, I, this pissed me off. Sorry. What the actual fuck? <laughs> it, sorry. If Marshall, if so if Marshall was in a job or if producer Marshall was in a job interview and they knew that his wife was pregnant, would they ask him? Any of those questions? Any no. Of those Absolutely questions. not. No. There'd be no question at all about. Do you have child care sorted? Are you planning on taking paternity leave? Are you like, do you have child care taken care of? What like basically personal questions about what we're, our plan is in our personal life. So I haven't asked that. It has definitely come up many a times now. And I haven't been asked. I, I, and this is goes for all the women out there because you ask questions sometimes that are also inappropriate to ask other women. But I get a lot of the are you going to uh, are you planning on breastfeeding thing? <gasps> And oh yeah, and, that's and a big how one. is that going to affect you with work? And it's just like again, that's for me to deal with at that time with my employer or anything like that. And that's still something that has no effect on what I do with my job. They ask you that so, in the job interview. Well, no one's asked me that in the job interview, but I have had uh, females ask it, which just makes me think that if I'm in an interview with another female, that they're going to be thinking those things. Oh yeah, and I mean there are some 
diehard breast. Like if you don't breastfeed, you're going to like shrivel up and die or like your, your child is going to be Hades. Well, and I guess employees are thinking about things like this because they know that it is sometimes, I I mean, you, you do sometimes you have to provide that place. That's not the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, breast milk. And I'm not saying to say it doesn't impact what you do for your job because for some jobs yes obviously this kind of thing does impact the job mm-hmm. but not always and it probably shouldn't be implied and it definitely shouldn't be looked at like it's a permanent problem i feel like that's what people do yeah they it's not look a permanent at, condition it's not a permanent condition not a permanent problem but i feel like i've been looked at as if like you basically should just give up and not really worry about this until like maybe next spring yeah i totally had to take short-term disability when i had a kid it's the only way I got paid maternity leave and I worked for the government. Yeah. So, which I expect. Pregnancy is a disability. <laughs> which I expect. But like, only like 60% worth your regular yeah. income. So, I don't know. It's definitely like our country has a long way to go on that. But personally, all of us have a long way to go on that and how we think about it uh-huh. and how we think about women who are going through it. Uh-huh. So, heads up to all you listeners. Boy, you're. <laughs> got serious y- for a minute there. Y'all are really making me uh, <laughs> want to get knocked up. Yeah. Aren't we? Aren't we? Aren't we? Okay, so I got two drink about it, guys. What you drinking about, Lindsay? So first, uh, Trina's been yelling at me for months to get my own Champagne Way notebook, and I did. Yeah, yeah. And then the champagne exploded and baptized it. Yeah, yeah. It said, well, <laughs> it said welcome because it's got a big cock on it, big rooster. <clears throat> I'm I'm sorry, I haven't even seen the front of it. Oh, let me show you. <laughs> so her new notebook was uh baptized by champagne oh it has a cockatoo okay cock that's what i said it's so pretty anywho uh second is that i've been in the house for five days because rory's got hand foot mouth it's like this gross disease that kind of looks like chicken pox and she's like broken out everywhere and i might get it but supposedly not because i'm fine now so i have been stir crazy amen amen, amen. hopefully she'll heal up soon fuck yeah that's right. Well, if you'd like to submit to our drink about it, be sure to follow us again on Instagram or on Facebook at the Champagne Way. Join our Champagners group where we will prompt you to submit in the comments. And also you can submit on our website at thechampagneway.com. So do that. Yeah. You can follow Trina in her pregnancy preparation slash Dorian <laughs> expectations on Instagram at Tree Tree Trina. <laughs> you can follow Jess on Instagram for all of the PG or PG thirteen pics of her vacation and honeymoon. Yes, no rated R, please. N- no, didn't take. You any can of those. just specially send those to Lindsay. Well, we did take some of those, <laughs> but we won't post them. <laughs> and they can follow you online at Hockey Tonk Bell B E L L E. Also, be sure to hashtag Did I marry Will Fly or Will Fry? Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. Alrighty, and you can follow Lindsay online to get her scary podcast recommendations. The Prosecco Prosecutor, and I post really cute pictures of my daughter Raray. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you for joining us for episode forty-five. Be sure to <laughs> like, subscribe, drink. Drink, drink, drink with all the hurricane noises. <laughs> we hope you've survived this episode and also Hurricane Dorian. Uh, we love our listeners. Follow us online. Like, subscribe, share our podcast, and all of that. Love you guys. Bye.